This is Maurice Philogene, and welcome to the Try Life Farm podcast. Well, you may not believe it, but I've been an actor. I've tried out for the NFL, been a street cop, federal agent. I worked my way up the military chain of command to the rank of lieutenant colonel. I was also an executive at a global consulting firm, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate in the United States. I've started developing on a Mediterranean island, and to boot, I've traveled to 100 countries over 300 times, and generally all this stuff at the same time. No, I'm not trying to be everywhere. I'm not trying to do everything. What I was trying to do, and I'm still trying to do, is to try life on, to plug into planet and earth as intended, and to fill my life book with experiences and relationships, and not just accept the status quo. So what we're gonna do on this podcast is introduce you to the mindset, the skill set, the soul set, the approach that is Try Life On, and expose you to the people who've been doing it just like me, their tools, their tips, their tactics to trying life on, because we all can try life on in our own way. So sit back, relax, let's go for a ride. Let's go try life on. Hey, what's up, Try Life On family? Welcome to another edition of the Try Life On podcast with your host, Maurice Philogene. That is me. From time to time, I will have people who pay for a consultation because they want to get really specific information relative to their own use case, their own life, how they can try life on better, how they can access planet and life as intended, leveraging the five freedoms, time freedom, financial freedom, geographic freedom, freedom to execute their purpose, whatever that may be, and freedom or space in their calendar, in their lives to build meaningful relationships with people who will move them from point A to point B. These are freedoms that I've come to understand over the years, executed in my own life, as you know, with my own story. In this case, Josh wanted a consultation to talk about his story. And I think his story is fascinating. And he gave me permission to use the interview so you guys could have access to the types of questioning and detailed information that might go on in these consultations. Really appreciate you doing that for the masses, brother. For those of you who are about to listen to this episode, some things I want to call out. Listen to how he asked questions about how to access time today, how to develop lifestyle you don't need a vacation from today, the importance of things like travel hacking, the importance of things like not worrying about the title at work, more so worrying about getting those amazing paychecks and applying them to buy assets and other things that will pay you today so you can go live and not have to wait for tomorrow to do that. I thought his questions were phenomenal. Um, he works in the financial sector, so this will resonate a lot with people who are in the financial sector, but obviously it applies to anything, government, corporate. If you are working in the nonprofit industry, this is a great conversation, a great conversation about how to try life on with my man, Josh. At the time of the recording of this intro, I don't know if it's okay to use his last name, so I won't, but I want you to really enjoy this wide ranging conversation. We are all over the place about freedom with my man, Josh, who is out there to try life on his way. Enjoy the conversation. What's happening, brother? Yeah, yeah. So uh, life, life. Uh, I don't know if you read the information that I- I did. Uh, so really and truly, I'm in a position now where um, I actually just left my nine to five. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was necessary for me personally. Um, it got to the point that for me, I realized that I was I was no longer supposed to be in corporate America. I had used it as a tool for a long time, mm -hmm. but it's very hard to to um, deal with who I am as a person, not really merging very well in that environment, no matter gotcha. how much I tried. Gotcha. And it was my dream, really, originally to thrive in the corporate environment. But, you know, I believe that it was a sign from God that where he showed me, hey, let's just cut ties. And I was working in consulting as well. Wait, you know, which, more, which company? A small government subcontractor, pretty much a no name. It's a, a an IT company where I was an IT project manager. Gotcha. Uh, and it paid it paid fairly well. You know, I was making by the time I left 105, mm -hmm. but it I, I had saved and invested so much over the years and you know, my dreams of of living essentially the four hour work week and uh, being able to really just establish financial freedom for myself and my family. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, it was able to come true. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And so at this point now, it's it's more so, okay, I have enough money coming in to sustain my family. I have a wife and two children. But at the same time, I want to be able to not only scale in real estate, but to just live the greatest life possible. Okay. Um, so from here, I've I've really been using this tactic where I've been buying just individual single family homes and utilizing the birth strategy and then having section eight tenants uh, live in those homes, which creates more stability. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, I'm like, Hey, I have the skills and the abilities to, to do more. So I don't want to limit my mind or my potential. And at the same time, I want to live the life that I've dreamed of on a personal level. My man, I love it. First of all, good shit on you for fucking realizing that you should take money and invest it so you have life options because nobody gave that to you. You created your own life options. So I want to applaud you for that. Oh, thank you, um, sir. Thank you. Man, that's smart. You're smart, brother. Secondly, you said, I want to live the greatest life possible. I don't yes. know if you've caught my post this morning. If you haven't caught it, go catch it. Okay. 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 It, the post talked about the way you can build the four-step process to building a lifestyle we don't need vacation from. And the number one step was to articulate what that dream day is and what mm. it is that you want. So when you say, I want to live the greatest life possible, well, what is that? Because yeah. When you're asking me, so this is the thing, man, and I and I hope this comes across to you in my post or wherever else you may have heard me or whatever. Real mm-hmm. estate is just a fucking tool. There yeah. is re- real estate is not the end all be all. When people are like, "Oh, I own five thousand units," I'm like, "But how are you living? Right? Like, wh- what are you doing every day? Where are you traveling? How are you immersing yourself in relationships and culture and being a better father and you know all those type type uh, all those kinds of things." So let me, I want to ask you that question, because if you ask me, yo, Mo, how can, give me some advice to orient here or to do this business or to get into further real estate or whatever, what's the goal? You know, what is the perfect day you are trying to live, Joshua? And then we can kind of orient around that. Sure, sure. So uh, for me personally, it's being able to wake up in the morning, no alarm clock, my family, you know, making sure everyone is together there. Yep. So be, being able to say, oh, you know, you know what? We're going to go to Panama for a week and That's we just it. jump on a direct flight to, to Panama City and say, hey, th- this is where we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worried about a thing. And, and to be real with you, there's there are certain things that are kind of getting in the way to an extent of me truly living an automated life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have not hired a property manager as of yet, but the truth of the matter is. I'm, I'm conflicted because it doesn't really take me much time to automate, well, to, to handle the management side of the rentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I feel as though there, there may be some level of value they could bring, but would it be worth the technically $1,600 a month that they would charge? It depends, uh, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It all depends. Cause most of my te- tenants are on section eight. So the money is, is coming in and it's essentially guaranteed. But when it comes to, and then I've renovated these properties from top to bottom, most of them. So I don't have many maintenance calls. Mm-hmm. So I can handle everything from my phone, you know, here and there, I'll pay some invoices or make some calls, but it's not very strenuous. It's annoying when it happens, but I, I want to get to the point where I'm, I have to use a property manager which is where multifamily kind of comes in. Mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of jumping around. I'm just- this No, is no, no, you're not jumping around. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in when I need to. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, I'll jump in now. Okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, how old are you? I'm 33. Okay, brother, I'm 47. So I got 14, 15 years on you, okay? Yeah. When I was 33, I was asking the same questions that you are asking now. Mm-hmm. I think I had, how many units do you have right now? How many doors? 16. Okay. Are they paid off or you still have debt on them or? I still have debt on them. It's the reason for that is just so I can leverage more and, you know. Say say no more. Say no more. Here's the thing. You express, without telling me your entire full, full 
perfect day or perfect situation. I have a sense for what you're saying because you and I are students of the four hour work week. Mm-hmm. Everything that you see me doing right now was baseline four hour work week that I found in 2010. And I have blown it out in my own way in a, in a huge way. So we're of the same cloth. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew what I was doing back in 2002, 2003, but the four hour work week helped me formalize it. Right. Right. All right. So when you say I want to have a remote life, an automated life, I get it. I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. The thing about the property managers, the $1,600 that you're saving now is not, I just want you to consider that your time is probably more valuable than that $1,600. Mm-hmm. And what you're failing to see is that by instituting property management now, potentially instituting property management now, you're setting yourself up for scale later. Mm. Your scale is coming. This is clearly it's on your mind to continue to collect assets over time. Right. When we when I did institute a property manager, when I had 35 homes, I went from 90 percent of my time dealing with real estate to 10 percent of my time dealing with real estate. Mm. So then I was able to focus on what you want to focus on, which is living your life extremely well and figuring out a way to get into larger assets. Right. Even if those properties are not taking up a ton of your time, they will start to become a nuisance as you start to focus on the larger stuff. Mm. Okay. So I still have all of my single family, but they are all man. And when something comes around related to single family stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay. 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 I, I have other life goals to focus on, but I need that revenue to continue to come in because that's what covers my basic needs. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you that advice, which is like, I'd recommend you do get a property manager because based on your speech pattern and what you express is what you want to get out of this, living your greatest life possible, you cannot live your greatest life possible without time. Right. And there is some level of physical time you're putting into it and mental time that you have to think about it that you yeah. probably could be using for something else. Yeah, yeah. And that's something else was really key. I, I watched your the interview that you did on the Black Wealth Renaissance pod, podcast. Mm-hmm. And amazing interview, by the way. Thank like, you. It got to the point where I said, man, I've got to reach out to this guy. I tried adding you on Facebook. I don't know if it was the right account or what, but I said, man, I've got to talk to this guy because everything that you were saying, it resonated with me, even though I had already read books like The 4-Hour Workweek and Rich yeah. Dad and I, I thought I had the, the right mentality, but at the same time, uh, I think your skills in multifamily and what you're doing there, I said, you know what, I, th- it's time for me to branch out, get out of my comfort zone. I want to do big things in the background, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what I see from you is that's what it looks like, is that you're doing big things in the background. So yes. it's not taking up a ton of your time. No, but major things are still being accomplished. Yes. Yeah. People. <laughs> yeah, people. If you if you if you remember what I said at the end, and if you remember what I said at the end of that interview, mm-hmm. any wealth, <clears throat> my wealth scaling and my life experience scaling is coming as at at the result of me masterminding and getting together with extraordinary people. Right. I'm doing stuff in the media space that I could not imagine. I'm I'm rubbing elbows with people who are A-list people. I won't say what it is or talk about it because it doesn't matter, but that's happening because I've connected with the right people. So I'm working on particular projects. When I got into multifamily, it's just that those, I wasn't even looking to get into, oh, excuse me, I wasn't, I was looking to get into multifamily, but I was not looking to build a company. Mm-hmm. But when our, me and my four partners put our minds together, it became a bit of a mastermind. And we're like, oh, my God, we can do all these things. Yeah. We just started to grow. And within three years, we had $200 million of real estate. Wow. People. It's people. So if you do want to branch out, this is exactly why I'm getting back to the property management stuff. Mm-hmm. When I coach my students, uh, part of that coaching is based on five freedoms, which you may have heard me talk about. But one of those freedoms, so it's time freedom, financial freedom, geographic freedom, Panama. Yeah. Freedom to execute on your purpose, whatever that may be for you. But the last one, freedom to build meaningful relationships is exactly what you and I are talking about, Joshua. Mm -hmm. 
if you are stuck in the minutia of running around Baltimore, going to the Section 8 agency to go fill out forms and all that type of shit, mm-hmm. you are you do not have as much freedom space in your calendar to go track down someone like a Maurice. Look how you track me down and then paid for my time. Right. There are other people you need to be doing the same to based on your particular goals or seminars you need to be going to or conferences you need to be going to. If you want to set up a lifestyle for you and your family, and part of that includes Panama or any anywhere else in the world. Yeah. That whole moniker that I talk about trying life on. People don't get it. The whole trying life on thing is actually that we can practice life. Mm -hmm. So if you, you should link up with me on Instagram too, by the way. But if, if please do, because what you'll see sometimes on Instagram is I'm all over the damn world and people like, oh, he's on vacation. Never on vacation. I'm always out in the world somewhere connecting with people or practicing life. Mm. I go to Cyprus to practice how to live there, to practice how to get my family there, to practice where is my son going to take surf school this summer and how do I get him into that if I'm on the north of the island and I got to be at the south of the island to get him to school, right? Right. There's different things you can do, but um, I'm just uh, equating to you that if you want to do bigger and better things, part of that is you expanding your mind. Mm finding the people that are going to get you from point A to B. And if you can't even find, if you can't find a, that particular person, then get within a group that is talking about this shit all the time. Right, right. That's the nature of it. It's not just money. I'm grateful for, for you for what you did. I think it's phenomenal, by the way, the 16 oh, properties so and, and what have you, but you clearly have additional lofty goals. It's going to require you expanding yourself and getting around people. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, man. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to kind of share with you some some personal things that yes. I'm hoping that you can help me strategize in a way. Um, so, you know, I've been dealing with single family homes. Uh, yep. Many of my moves have been initially they were cash flow, cash flow properties. And then I started buying equity, like a lot of properties that had a ton of built in equity. So okay. market deals, you know, <laughs> it could be a single family home that most recently I bought for 190 and it appraised at 270. Nice. So I did a cash out refi and pulled out all the money, but you know, but it sounds nice and the equity is there, but then on the multifamily side, here's my struggle. Mm-hmm. I think about, I look at these different properties, whether they're in Michigan or Texas or what have you. And they're usually anywhere between 12 to 18 units and I have my personal funds and then it's been fairly easy for me to raise private capital, you know, on a small scale, you know, hundred there, 200 there. Sure. Um, and I want to be able to say, okay, I, I want to move into something greater, larger and leverage the capital that I have, mm-hmm. but I'm conflicted because I know my current market very well, but it doesn't have the properties I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, all I all I feel comfortable with is the burst strategy. So if I do a burst strategy with apartment buildings and it costs, let's say, $600,000, $700,000, and then I'm supposed to put in another $300,000 and then hopefully it's going to be worth one point five. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little conflicted because I have the access to the money, but I don't want to make the wrong move with what I have. Because just like you said, people are relying on me to make responsible decisions with the capital they give me. Yeah. yeah. Brother, that comes with the territory. You're going to have to get comfortable. You're going to have to get un- uh, comfortable being uncomfortable if you want to go after these larger deals. I like the way you're thinking about when you raise money from people, it's not money. And you've probably seen my post. I've talked about this incessantly that people's money is not money. It's the year that they took to create it. Yeah. It's their life energy. Like, you know, that's, that's the messed up shit. When someone takes someone's money and Oh, it's just money. No, no, Mm -hmm. it ain't just money. Right. But what you are doing again, real estate is goal specific. So when you tell me, I'm going to implant my own journey on top of yours so you can see a comparison. Okay. When I do raise money from people. It's to, it's for a specific goal. 
when I did the single family, that was for my own financial freedom. Okay. Now that I'm doing multifamily, I'm trying to help people gain their own level of financial freedom, but faster than the 14 years that it took me with single family. Yeah. The other reason I'm doing multifamily is because I want to expand my mind as a business person. I want to challenge myself. Yeah. When I flipped from single family to multifamily in 2015, I was doing great, just like you. I was mm -hmm. kicking ass in, in the condo space. I was buying condos, saving the equity from them, using my paychecks, paying them off, knocking them down, Joseph, knocking them down, right? Okay, well, you're doing that with the burst strategy where you are knocking them down, knocking them down. But you quickly start to realize, and this is why I think you're reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. I had the same experience and thought process. This is not challenging me anymore. Yeah. Because once you have enough money to cover your basic needs, my man, you start to realize that life was never about money in the first place. That's right. It's about expansion, learning, constant learning, mm -hmm. uh, relationships, growth. And then, especially for someone like you, because I can tell the type of personality you have, how can I go help other people too? Yes. Because yes. otherwise, you and I are Scrooge McDuck sitting in our houses with money, just <laughs> eating food. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So at some point, you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, you might have, as far as the fear of, making a wrong decision with other people's money, that's where people come in again. Get a mentor. Right. Go to a seminar. Learn the skills. I mean, you self-taught Burr, likely, right? Yeah. It's a little bit different when you are the fiduciary of other people's money. You really need to go get an education to an extent and learn. Now, I kind of learned on the go. I'm very good with that. Yeah. But there's just too many resources now out there for you to learn how to do multifamily, learn how to bring people's money in, et cetera. The other thing you could do to accelerate your journey is just find a partner or find someone who's been doing it longer than you and bring the money to the table. And maybe they bring the experience to the table. You guys mesh up and you're doing a 50 unit or 100 unit. Mm, I see. Right. If you have the ability to raise capital and you can get 200, 500, a million dollars and somebody has a balance sheet and they can sponsor a deal, then you come together and you do a deal together. Do, are you aware of what a sponsor is in multifamily? A sponsor? Yeah. I, well, I know, okay, you can explain. It's okay, it's okay. In multifamily, what people don't realize is um, to get a deal done, you need a, you're gonna have to have a sponsor, an, like an actual sponsor. And what that means is the bank Let's say you're doing a $5 million deal, okay? Yeah. The bank is going to require you to have someone on your team who has the net worth equal to or more than the, the value of the property. Mm. Okay. One, net worth equal to or more than the value of the property. Two, experience with that asset class. Mm. Three, liquidity, showing liquidity probably nine to 12 months worth of liquidity to cover the mortgage. But the big thing is that net worth and experience. That's yeah. how you qualify to get those larger scale loans to go after the larger deals. The beautiful thing about those larger deals, unlike the birth stuff and the condo stuff that you and I were doing, mm -hmm. the debt is non-recourse. Okay. Do you know, do you understand non-recourse? What does that mean again? Yeah. You're not personally liable. It doesn't show up on your credit. Oh, yes. Yes. OK. So if the property goes to shit, your your reputation will go to shit, but it's not going to affect your credit. I see. Right. It's non-recourse debt. So because the bank has the ability to foreclose on the property and they can sell it and they can get their debt back. Mm -hmm. Right. But mm -hmm. you need to have a sponsor. So you want to accelerate your goals for all the reasons that you were talking about. Partner with someone, get the right sponsor, get out there, do a larger deal. And I will add, I understand you're talking about multifamily, maybe five unit, 10 unit, 15 unit. Yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you, I just did a 12, I did a 12 unit in, in um, Adelphi, Maryland, Prince George's County. Oh, that okay. 12 unit took me just as much time as a hundred unit. Really? Yes. Because the economies of scale on a hundred unit are, is better. If I have two of the 12 vacant, 
I don't know what that is. That's like, but I'm, I'm losing, um, I don't know, 18% of my revenue. Mm-hmm. If I have two prop two doors vacant, if I got two doors vacant on a hundred unit, I still have 98% of my revenue. Right. It was, I started to quickly understand it, more doors, the better. So you think I should pursue even larger deals like at the moment compared to, yeah, I think you have the, I think you have the mental maturity for it. Just talking to you. Wow. There's no like doing a 12 unit versus doing a hundred unit. All it is is just another zero. So, so (laughs) I appreciate you sharing this because it's helping me to expand my mind. Yeah. So is it just, okay, you find the bank who's going to lend, let's say, 70, 75% LTV, and then you find someone else who's willing to put in capital on the <laughs> my mind. I'm just, I'm just shifting right now. It's okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess I was thinking about it in the case of, well, let's say there's a $1 million property. Okay, mm-hmm. well, the bank, I'm assuming the bank will say, you need to bring 250,000 to the table plus pay closing costs. Probably way more, probably more than that. Probably about 400,000, but really, yeah. A million dollar loan in the multifamily, in the commercial space, you can find it, but they prefer to be 5 million and above because it's the same on their side too. It's like, I can spend 30 days processing a million dollars, which takes time, or I can spend 30 days processing $10 million. They want to process the $10 million. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to give you like a Napoleon Hill, um, Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins kind of thought process. Okay. Mm-hmm. M- money is just to be created. It's fake. Mm. You, you and I can literally create $10 million like that. You know how we do that? How? We go apply for it at a bank and then they just give it to us. Think about that for a second. Okay. If you have the right sponsor, okay, let's say you have me on your team. All right. And I can probably get a $50 million loan on my, on my own. Let's say you have me on your team and you now have a $20 million apartment complex. Similar to the four hour work week. I clearly with Quattro Capital have all infrastructure in place to be able to absorb any building into my existing processes and procedures and stuff. And all we got to do to go get it is create money out of thin air. We go to a bank, we fill out pieces of paper and shit. They look at our credit. They look at who we are as humans. And they're like, all right, I'll write you a check for 18 million. And then you go to your network of people because you need X amount more to do the capital expenditure to burr the bill. Yeah. All right. I, I raised 2 million from people. All we're doing is creating money out of thin air, man. So raising 2 million um, from people, I'm just like, where, where would I start with that? Where, where, why did you say you have the, why did you say you can easily get money from people? What, who are those people? Family, family, and then some, some uh, close friends. And why would they trust you to invest their money? Because they know I already have a lot of experience in the real estate field. Okay. What if a lot of other people knew you had a lot of experience in the real estate field? Yeah, they would trust me as well. People. People. Seminars, real estate conferences, Zoom chats, meetups, Mm -hmm. people. Get around the right people. You and I, when we grew up, we're both black dudes growing up wherever we grew up. Yeah. I appreciate the brothers I grew up with and shit, but those are not the right people for me right now. Right, right. I have aspirations to when I punch off this planet to have nine figures in net worth, high nine figures in net worth. I want media projects. I want my overseas developments. I want my Haitian immigrant family to be flying back and forth from the Mediterranean. I don't give a fuck about a private plane, but I want them to have that ability. The type of people that I have to get around to do that, to create money out of thin air, I am on my search for them. And the type of people, it's not always money. It is some people have relationships that I don't have. So I want to have a relationship with them. It needs to be symbiotic. Yeah. I'm not about taking advantage of people. Hell no. Right. But you'd be surprised what people can do for you in a 
snap of a finger. And I just wanted to give you that sense about like, money's not real, brother. It is building relationships such that you can go like this, create $30 million. That's how we just closed our $38 million deal for Quattro. The bank gave us 26, investors gave us 17.2, and now we all own a $38 million asset and we'll sell it for 70 million in five years. Wow. Okay. And I was doing the same thing that you're doing with your properties mm -hmm. back in 2014. Do you think I have time to handle a phone call from my $80,000 <laughs> condo in high, in um in Baltimore City? No, absolutely Can't. not. Right. I go back to your original thing about time. Yeah. Now your mind is spinning about all this shit. Yeah. Time freedom. Financial, I'm going to put financial freedom aside. Time freedom, geographic freedom for you and the fam, but also for you, for your business and personal endeavors. Opportunity is not sitting up there in just Baltimore. Opportunity is sitting in Denver, California, Texas, Puerto Rico, Panama, Cyprus, Europe, Africa. It's not just there. So geographic freedom is important. Freedom to execute on your purpose and that that last one, freedom to build meaningful relationships. You need that space mm -hmm. to go do shit like this. Yeah. And have these kinds of conversations. And then on top of that, make sure that you are building lifestyle that you don't need a vacation from at the same time. It's right. all intertwined. It's not a money thing, man. This was never about money. You've got your basic needs covered. This is why I applaud you. Now you get to go play. Wow, I really appreciate this. I do. I do. Uh, okay, so what, where would you recommend I start from this point? Yep. I'll, I'll give you recommendations and where you go with it is where you go with it. But if I was in your shoes, I would tell you exactly where. Based on what you told me, I don't know your whole life, so it's tough. If I was coaching you, this is what I'd be diving into. I need to know like your full background. And First thing is whatever that perfect life is, document that. Go find my post today. Okay. Okay, please I do document follow you on Instagram. It's just kind of like a blind page in a sense. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. The Instagram thing is open. Just go find it. But the post on LinkedIn today expresses about the perfect day. Mm -hmm. Document your perfect day, okay? Okay. That's where you start because then you understand what it is you're shooting for. By the way, your perfect day doesn't mean being in Panama for the rest of your life. No. Mm -hmm. Your perfect day is having the ability to be in Panama whenever the hell you want. Yes, yes. Okay. Document that way. What does it taste like? What does it feel like? Who's with you? What deal did you do that day? Where are you? What a, uh, what calls did you make that day? What food did you eat? How does it feel? Is it hot? Is it cold? Get that shit into your nervous system because that's what you're fighting for. You're not fighting for money. You're mm -hmm. fighting for the ability to execute on your perfect day whenever the fuck you want. That's yeah. what it is. That's okay? what it is. Right. I was in Spain four days ago. Before that, I was in Texas. Before that, I was at Disney. Before that, I was in Cyprus. People think I'm on vacation. That's not what I'm doing. I'm executing. That's the mm -hmm. first thing. First recommendation. Second recommendation. Please understand that you have 24 hours in a day. And even though $1,600 from that stuff might make sense right now, at some point, because you have very lofty life goals, you have to learn to protect your time. Yes. You have to learn how to execute uh, using, sorry, you have to learn how to protect your time and then execute within that time to go do the types of things that you and I are talking about right now. Yeah. The reason yeah. I don't waste my time, there's something called the productivity pyramid when I coach people. There's brown time at the bottom, binge watching Netflix, desk scrolling social media, fucking around with people we don't need to be messing with anymore, spending mm -hmm. our reach. Don't get me wrong. I still hit the bar with the fellas from time to time. But that's a bit of a waste of time for me now, because not only am I wasting my time not finding property and opportunity, I'm also wasting my money. Right, right. It's brown time. Light green time is what Tim Ferriss always talks about. Automating, eliminating, or outsourcing. Those are yeah. shit that you and I have to get done. We got to go to the bank. We got to cut the grass. We got to go see mom and dad. We got to get the groceries. Outsource, automate it, get rid of it. I had yeah. 900 pieces of mail coming to my house. I finally automated all that crap to come to the come to me online. Wow. The top part of the pyramid is dark green. That's this conversation. 
These are the conversations, the money makers, the high value conversations that you need to have that will lead you to wherever you're going. You need space in your life for this type of thing to mm -hmm. learn, constant learning, being around people that will expand your mind. Yeah. And then the last part of the pyramid at the top was called gold time. That's your Panama, baby. Yeah. You don't need to be spending time down there. The light green shit is what you're doing probably with the burr stuff right now. Outsource mm -hmm. that. Move move up the pyramid. Move up. Move up the pyramid. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. So that's the second thing is learn how to protect your time. The third thing is everything, any fear that you were talking about, Mo, I don't know how to do the multifamily. I don't know this. I don't know that. Anytime you have fear, that just means you have a gap of information. If you have a gap of information, that need, means you need to go find it. Some for some reason, your brain, your reticular activating system noticed everything I was saying on that Black Wealth Renaissance interview, it resonated with you. So you yeah. did the right thing. You tracked me down yes. to fill yes. that void of information. Mm -hmm. The next void of information for you is potentially around multifamily. So get to a multifamily seminar. Who cares about the upsell of shit? You're putting yourself around people who are trying to think like you. Yeah. Or maybe are, are more advanced than you. Yeah in some capacity. Your potential partners are in there. Mm -hmm. Your potential people that you will not be like ever because all they think about is money are in there. So you can model away from them. Right. That would be my third recommendation is get yourself to a seminar. I have two that I can recommend. I have zero affiliation, but I'll tell you about them anyway. One is called RE Mentor. Okay. Okay, RE Mentor. The other one is called Multifamily Capital Partners. Okay. They both have baseline courses. I did RE Mentor in 2016. Um, it was okay, but I found my four partners through that. And we've done 200 million in real estate. Wow. So these were people who were who were teaching, like mentoring you or were- oh, They were new like me, brother. They were new like me. Wow. When you have five novice minds that are trying to do the same thing, complementary skills, motivation, passion, those five minds will get together and form somewhat of a mastermind, or you can call it whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. The reason a football team can score a touchdown is because 11 people on the field decide that we're going to put our skills together and get down the damn field. Well, that's yeah. what me and my partners decided on one day in late 2019. We did one deal. I was the sponsor because I had some net worth from shit that I was doing before. Yeah, we did that deal so well. I got a call from them was like, why don't we stick together and form a company? Huh? I never really thought about that. And I was scared just like you. And I lacked information just like you. But the one thing I'm good at is just doing shit and course correcting along the way. So I just did it. Mm -hmm. Figured it out. And here we are 30 apartment complexes later. Wow. Those are my recommendations for you, brother. It's like protect your time. Or get your perfect day documented, start protecting your time, outsource, automate, get rid of the stuff that that's that's not you. For, for other people, I would say, no, stick with it because your life goal is where you are and that fits for you. That's why I was saying real estate's very goal oriented. Right. You've expressed very lofty life related goals. Yeah. You need time to go do that. So for the businesses that you've created before, it's time to outsource that stuff and move on up, just like George Jefferson himself. Yes. <laughs> great, great analogy. <laughs> yeah. Those are my recommendations. Okay. I'm going to implement this. So just, just for a final confirmation, because sure. I, I really, I know in my heart that I'm, I need to be doing this and I haven't executed on it. Mm-hmm hiring the property manager and they come at a, a the, the one that I've met with that I think is great for the position who I know that they come highly recommended. They charge less than a lot of other companies because mm -hmm. most companies I, I have with my individual properties <clears throat> and most companies would charge 10% or 8%. And they what, just, what are they, what are they suggesting? They just do a hundred, a hundred dollars a unit flat. And they do it that way because they said they want to generate business. It's, a, it's like a loss leader to generate business for their development company, like their contracting company. So they're hoping that having a relationship on the property management side 
will lead people to say, oh yeah, we're going to hire you as contractors. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know their business model, so I can't tell you. And, and, but I will tell you, you like on the property management side, man, you're going to have to jump. You, you just it, don't overthink it. Yeah. Once you find someone that resonates with you internally, Mm-hmm. like any look we can compare and contrast fucking property managers all day that's that's not the point you got to find someone that you have a gut feeling about right there are horror stories i have a few myself um the the what i would tell you is like just pay attention to your property managers because over time they can if you let your foot off the gas they will let their foot off the gas yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not in terms of like micromanaging them, mm-hmm. but read the reports, react to the reports, call them for an update or set a standard time once a month to have an update. A lot mm-hmm. of property managers dump their properties with property managers and excuse me, a lot of property owners dump their property with property managers kind of disappear and checks may or may not come. Yeah. Uh, I had to fire my one of I have five property managers on the single family side right now. I had to fire one that I had for 20 years. Wow. And I'm sad that I had to fire him because he really got me through some tough times. Mm -hmm. Uh, But his life had changed and his motivation to do bigger and better shifted. Mm -hmm. So much so that I trusted him too much. And there was a property that I left vacant and it was vacant for nine months and I never noticed. Wow. I made that's on me. That's me. Mm-hmm. But to find a new one, I interviewed three people and there was something that one person said. And I was like, you're hired I, without even I was, you're hired. Mm-hmm. And then I expressed to her the expectations I had, why I'm doing that, that this is beyond money. This is about my lifestyle, my family. I imparted on her the expectations that I had of her. She has done nothing but deliver since. Ah. Find your property manager up and be more. I have one. I can make a recommendation. She's only managing one unit, so I don't know about multiple, multiple, but she's been good for me. Okay. Start the transition because maybe you don't necessarily need them now, but you're going to need them when the big property gets plugged into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I did have a bad experience with one property manager, but I know why he was, he was too mom and pop. So he was trying to do everything himself. And then his wife was a CPA and there was a whole bunch, a whole bunch of issues because I could tell they were running things in a very scammy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want that in your life, man. No, I don't. I don't. You, you got to wake up every day feeling good. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, wow, man, that's, this is really great. Seriously. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Um, I want to kind of pick your brain a bit on uh, something. So, okay. Dealing with out-of-state properties, Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I need to also stretch my mind into because obviously I'm in Maryland. I'm not far from you. I know your your home base is the D.C. area, um, and I'm in the Baltimore County area. Most of my properties are in Baltimore County. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I like investing here, but it's limiting me on the multifamily side. Yeah, it is Uh, limiting. Yes. And so my, my cousin lives in Michigan, and I see that they have a lot of multifamily properties in the state of Michigan and especially in the Detroit area. Now, my bread and butter has been more of the B-class areas Mm -hmm. and I'm not familiar with the Detroit market enough to just say, oh yeah, we're going to buy this property just because the numbers look good. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Don't buy property just because numbers look good, not in multifamily. Mm -hmm. In in multifamily, hence, you lack knowledge. Hence, you need to get to some baseline seminars to just learn some basic stuff. But in multifamily, everything is about jobs and population because we need. So the reason I am in Houston now is because 75,000 jobs were added to the Houston market in the last year. Mm. Well, those 75,000 jobs need 75,000 people. Those 75,000 people need 75,000 doors to live in but they ain't building new shit in Houston. There mm-hmm. is a there is a deficit of affordable housing, which means my places are going to stay full. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because something is doing well in Detroit right now, what is the job base that's going to continue to support that into the future? 
Mm-hmm. Here in the D.C. area, we're generally lucky because we have the largest employer in the United States, the federal government that's here. Yeah. And that employment pushes five to 10 ancillary jobs around the whole region. Like yeah. we're just you and I can generally be lazy around here. We, we don't have to <laughs> think about those things. Right. A property can look wonderful from a dollars perspective or from a cash flow perspective. And then you start to see that has zero growth because there's no jobs coming into the market. Mm. You got to go get the education, man. Or you got to partner with a sponsor or someone like me who understands the backdrop for that type of stuff. That's why I'm saying when you are a fiduciary of someone's money, it's different. You just can't go picking a random property with someone's money. Right. The baseline understand. Log into the Quattro Capital portal. Go look at. Um, log into Quattro Capital, register, and go look at the deal called Town and uh, 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 Park Trails. Park Trails. Okay. Yes. Go look at Park Trails. That's that's uh, two properties ago that we closed. I want you to walk walk down the deal. Why we picked the Houston area how we found the property, how we understand to execute the the Burr plan, if you will, but improving the property so the revenue goes up, so the value of the property goes up. There is a systematic thought process to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You got to get good with that thought process. So when you start looking, like if your boy calls you from Detroit or Cleveland and like, oh, we got this great deal. Yeah. Okay, what's the what's the job situation in the, in the region? Right. What's the main employer? Like if the main employer is oil well jesus man we're moving towards renewable energy i i don't want a tenant base that's based off of oil because Mm. if they lose if the industry tanks yeah i lose all my revenue yeah yeah i do want jobs where tesla has moved in and they are supporting the local economy they ain't they ain't going anywhere anytime soon you see what i mean right right you got to think you have to understand how to look at multifamily um and then uh, I do want to add, just because we're at the bottom of the hour, in all of this, mm-hmm. Joshua, do not lose the fact, from my opinion, do not lose the fact that the entire purpose of this was for you to, one, generate that lifestyle you don't need a vacation from, Yes, which means a certain amount of revenue, which means a certain amount of lack of expenses, okay? Right. And then two, personal growth and helping other people. We get we can get easily caught up in the money aspect of this. You can easily create another nine to five with this bullshit easily. Yeah. Yeah. But if your goals are concrete, tan- tangible, qu- quantitative and qualitative with respect to time, freedom, financial freedom, geographic freedom, where you want to be, how you want to move around the planet, how you want to feel on a day to day basis. Right. right. You'll, you'll pick the right deals. You'll partner with the right people. My mm-hmm. partners knew from Jump Street. I don't I'm not creating another nine to five. You guys know how I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. I created Quattro Capital for me. I didn't create it. So it would sit on top of me. Mm. Be careful what you build orient towards lifestyle. Then I'm pretty sure you'll pick the right deals to go after. Wow. All right. Oh, yeah. I, that's that's everything that you said today. Wisdom. And I truly appreciate it. My pleasure, man. Really. This is my first time ever hiring a, a, a coach in any way, paying for someone's time in this way. So you've brought great value already. Um, I, I want you to see that as a lesson. I probably spent 200 grand last year in education and, and spending buying people's time in one year. Well, I can do that now. It used to be the library, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? You can buy people's time by listening to podcasts and shit like that. That's free. But if right. I want to do something in the media space, I'm tracking someone down who knows someone who knows someone that's someone I can pay who can cut through the bullshit <laughs> for me. <All> right. <laughs> right? That makes so much sense. It makes so yeah. much sense. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, um, so I want to ask you this. Yes, yes, yes. When you're raising capital and let's say you find the ideal deal overall property you've raised the capital you're putting in your own funds all of that Mm -hmm. and you know you've structured the deal properly how how soon are you looking to recoup your initial investment i know things are different possibly in the multifamily space compared to single family because single family you can kind of pull your money back out six months later but what's the um what kind of insurance policy do you have in a sense to say, we know 
that this deal is going to be like it's gonna play out the way we plan for it to play out you have to prep for exit strategies from the beginning Mm -hmm. go to the park trails deals like i told you and listen to the webinar Mm -hmm. you have you you yeah, you can pull money out at six months on single family. That might not be the case on multifamily because the way that you have to execute the business plan and take a draw from the financial institution, you're probably looking at three years before maybe you can do a cash out refi or maybe you're selling the property. But you as a general partner, meaning you're pulling the deal together, you may or may not have money in the deal. Mm-hmm. Like the Houston deal that I just did, the $38 million deal. No, I have money in that deal. But let's say the Park Trails deal, the one that you're going to go look at, I have zero money in that deal. It's not because I don't believe in the deal. It's because I have liquidity requirements from many lenders across all my properties where I have to maintain a certain amount of money in the bank. I cannot invest in every deal. It's just not, it's not physically possible. People will say, that, oh, if you're not investing in it, I'm not investing in it. Yeah, but I just did 30 deals in three years. I can't Mm -hmm. invest in every single deal, right? Right, right. The guarantee comes in your pre-research of the area first. Mm -hmm. Jobs, employment, economic vacancy, what's happening with the local government, are evictions possible, your infrastructure. That's why I like for your single family business, imagine you start setting up your infrastructure now in terms of property management, and you do one or two single families a year consistently, and all you're doing is plugging it in. Right. 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 No different from multifamily, but the, the guarantees or the hedge on multifamily is proper research into that market mm-hmm. and a good business infrastructure by which you are being a fiduciary of your investors' money. Mm-hmm. And lastly, communication. Bruh, shit is going to come up. Like we, 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 we've, we've gone full cycle, we've sold. Of the 30 deals, we've sold six of them in our time. Okay. One of them we're trying to sell now. For the six, we've averaged 30% annual returns or better. For the one that's coming now, it has some challenges because the local government is so jacked up related to COVID. It mm. didn't have these problems when we first started, but something like COVID showed up. And we're like, what the fuck is a COVID? Right, right. What is that? Yeah. There was so much equity in the deal and the job situation was good. It is still bolstering us because we picked the right market. Mm-hmm. Even though we're having net operating income pressure with not being able to get non-paying units vacant so we can get paying people in, right. because we picked the right market, the property is naturally appreciating because the area is appreciating, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not going to make 30%, but we might make 22%. And trust mm-hmm. me, my investors aren't going to be angry, but I am communicating with them all the time, letting mm-hmm. them know what's going on. I never said this shit was going to be perfect. There's no perfect investment. Right. But there is perfect communication. Hmm. So you're you typically raise um, you typically raise capital in trading equity and cash flow or it's always go watch that deal. That's Mm -hmm. a typical deal for us. I like people to invest in my projects where they are receiving cash flow while they are waiting for the property to appreciate. So they get the big bang at the end. Okay. okay. Usually around 6% cash flow. So let's say it's a hundred grand, six grand a year is likely coming in cash flow proceeds quarterly. And then they'll get their pro rata share of whatever a hundred grand equals of the, of the property. Right. So typically a hundred grand turns into like 200 to 230 within five years, but we're, we're really closer to three to four year average at the moment. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I see. Okay. And then Wow, I'm. I just want to make sure on the <laughs> on the travel <laughs> side. <laughs> let me let yep. me just. I I'll give you one more just because I have another call, but I told them I would uh, run a little bit late. Okay. Yeah, travel oh, side hit me. Yeah, on the travel side. So, um, my wife and I, we've been to different countries. We have two small children right now. What age? Uh, almost one is two, almost three. The other is a newborn, like two months. Uh, so a son and a daughter. Uh, it came down to it where, you know, we know that we want to travel more and more and more. We, we mm-hmm. did a lot of traveling prior to having the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess my question is, how do you structure things travel wise to 
to leverage. Well, I don't want to say leverage. I, I'm even wondering if I should ask you about things like on the credit card side or on the the, the <laughs> side. Like, I, I just want to utilize this time wisely. Sure. <laughs> what What would you say were your your greatest golden nuggets of traveling? <laughs> that you have the ability to make the world very small. Mm-hmm. Me going to Beirut next week is no different than someone going to Walmart. It is so minute to me at this point. Okay. Um, the fact that your kids are small, you have the ability to do way more than most. The reason why you haven't traveled to the extent that you want to travel is because society doesn't really recognize it as something that is a normal part of what we do. Meaning, Oh, you're going on vacation. Yeah. No, with my coaching students, I encourage them highly. And most of them do it to go practice travel because it's not travel it's life so even if you don't want to go out the country it's not about going out of the country it could be about going down the street going down a block going to the next city going to the next state Mm -hmm. i have a coaching couple uh, like a married couple for example they live in north carolina they have zero interest in traveling overseas but they do have interest in being in a state of constant learning Mm -hmm. so we don't know how to do that maurice because we know everything where we live in north carolina we'll take a train well where are we going to take a train that's the fun of it. Yeah. Go to the station, pick somewhere to go and just go. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do when we get there? I don't know. Mm. Practice it. Go. Exist. Learn something. Sometimes I'll land in cities like I was in San Francisco a month ago. I just travel hacked my way onto a free flight, landed in San Fran. And when I got to the airport, I started talking to people at the restaurants. It was like, yo, what's the best hotel that have the best view? Got all these recommendations. Went on orbits. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay at this hotel and I'll figure it out when I get there. Right. Make travel part of who you are, brother. Mm. Your kids should be a part of it. And when you want to go down to Panama or wherever it might be, learn to be working from there where it's just part of what you do. Right. Right. It's just a normal thing. So here's a here's a tip I'll give you. You want to do something special and maybe you can just do it you and your wife, or maybe you do do it with you, your wife and the kids. There's a thing called outsight. Uh, I'll just give you a resource outsight. O U T S I T E.co outsight.co co-working co-living locations all over the world. Okay. With some of my coaching students to practice trying life on, they will go to an outside location somewhere in the world, post up for two weeks, learn how to live there, work from there, exist from there, to practice what it feels like to be mobile on this planet. Mm. Okay. Some do it with kids, but here's the beautiful thing. It's always easier when you go somewhere where you're like, I don't want to just sit here by myself. Of course not. Well, at every location there, there's a WhatsApp group that's already built in Mm -hmm. people who've already been there, people who are there already or locals who've plugged into that group. So you have an immediate network of people so you can go plug into life and planet as intended. I see. Practice it. So going back to your real estate stuff, you go take that amazing real estate that you've done. Yeah. You create maybe one or two or three additional streams of income such that it now not only covers your basic needs, but covers your ability to travel too. Right. You can reduce that with travel hacking, but that's a whole different topic. Mm -hmm. That's what enables your life, brother. Yeah. That's how you piece it all together. You leverage the income and the cash flow and leverage the setup of your lifestyle to go plug into planet and earth as intended to fall in love with your wife and your children every day to meet people around the world who are doing amazing things all over. People just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And you're on the cusp of it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You are welcome. I mean, this has been wonderful. It's been amazing. I hope to be able to schedule another call with you in the future. Sure. Uh, I I want to say that, I mean, this has been wonderful for me and I want to apply what you have shared with me. Yeah. Um, the goal is for me to watch this video over again. I appreciate you recording it. Um, so I'm sure you'll send it to me afterwards. It gets it. So it's going to get you have you now have a portal entry in Try Life On. OK, it's going to it's going to go into your portal system mm-hmm. uh, so you can download it there. And I encourage you to act on it, brother, and to not overthink. You just got advice. Listen to me on this, okay? Mm -hmm. You just got advice from someone who's 14 years ahead of you. 
Yeah. I am getting advice from people who are 25 years ahead of me on purpose. Mm. You don't need to necessarily go into a book to develop the mindset of what we just talked about. I just gave you everything that I got. That yeah. wasn't $600, man. That was millions. Yeah. You just have to act on it. But your circle, your network, society, your neighbors, your coworkers will all try to bring you back down to reality. Mm. Get around the people like Maurice who just want the stratosphere the fuck out of you so you can go live life you don't need vacation from. Right. That's the key. Act and be around people who get it. Okay. So I'll load the video for you. Just keep paying. I highly encourage you based on what you're doing to go into my LinkedIn and to just every day read what I post, but just go backwards into Mm -hmm. the whole thing. There's so much shit that I know you would act on. And then lastly, if you ever do need a formal coach, I don't need a discovery call with you. I already know what you're trying to do. I'd be more than willing to take you on as a coach if that's something that comes uh, to your mind in the future. Sure. Okay. What does that look like coaching wise and structure and coaching? Um, I'll tell you quickly, I have a call in one minute, but when I meet with my coaching students, it's a three month uh, program. I don't like more than three months because I feel like I can get people to where they need to be. So I've done about 80 people now. Um, Once a week, 45 minutes, that is an accountability call, a exercise call and us working on your actions. The beginning of the process is your perfect day, as I talked about. Yeah. There are goals related to time, financial, geographic, purpose, and relationship freedom. Mm -hmm. But in all those goals, you have blockers Mm -hmm. in some capacity. I have already met many of those blockers, know how to get around them, or have a network that can beat the shit out of them. Okay. And if I don't, then we'll go find it together. The Mm -hmm. point is that you and I co-create a process by which you go from your lifestyle today so the lifestyle you don't need a vacation from tomorrow. Right. That is the process. I'm very, this is my, this is my personality. This is my style. Yeah. If we want to deep dive real estate, because that's going to be the tool that gets you from one of the tools that gets you to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. I already have that knowledge. I don't need you to go into a damn seminar. Why? Right. When I've already done it, I'm literally doing it. Why, why would you need to go do it? But for other people, it might be travel hacking is the number one thing. Geographic freedom is the number one thing. We deep dive the area that makes the most sense. Right. But I want you walking away with three things. One or two of them are tangible. One is your lifestyle blueprint. It's an actual document that you walk away with, which has your action items, the shit that we've knocked down, the stuff that you have to finish out. So you are living the way you want to live. Two is a very detailed financial blueprint, because let's be honest, Financial stuff is at the core of a lot of what it is that we want to do. And I don't mean from a living perspective. I also mean from a giving back perspective. Right. And then three is to have this level of mindset. Yeah. So you can go share it with other people. Mm -hmm. Because when you and I graduated from college, brother, we were graduated and we were handed a certain set of rules to live our life by. Mm -hmm. I self-taught to not follow those rules and to build my own with things like four hour work week as a foundation. And now I'm just doing it on overdrive. I want you having your own mindset about life and how to live it. So you can pass it on. So your family exists within it. So you start to realize that life was never about money in the first place, man. It was about plugging into earth and planet as intended. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with my coaching students happily. Nice. Nice. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I think this that might be a, a good route for me. I believe it. Um, I'm sure we can talk details. I know you have another call. But... I do. I do. We can talk details later, but there's typically a discovery call that we have to do. Just mm-hmm. get on my calendar. Like, you don't – I do discovery calls because I don't want to coach everybody. That's not yeah. my intent. My intent is to coach people like you who get it. And you're at a you're at a different dude. You're at a level where I can just like push you into a fucking stratosphere very, very quickly. Other people are starting where they have jacked up finances and they have family trauma and all that. And it, like it's just a different position. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to coach everybody. I want to I want to coach the people who truly want to try life on. Yeah. And when people give me a shot to do that, I don't need the money. Mm-hmm. I do it because I did it by myself for 20 years. Right. And it's miserable. Yeah. I don't want people spending that long to be able to plug into planet and earth. So I do it this way because I know that you will then go out into the world and give that gift to other people too. For sure. For sure. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Maurice. You're welcome. Yeah. God My bless pleasure you. to talk to you, brother.
Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All Stay right. in touch. My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, this is Maurice, host of the Try Life On podcast. And thank you for listening to another episode. I hope you are finding it useful in helping you design your own lifestyle that you don't need a vacation from. If that's the case, please consider dropping a review for me, whether in Apple, iTunes, or in Spotify. Drop a review, put some stars on it. Give me some feedback on how I can make the podcast better, what information you are looking for. I am doing my best to get information to you on the Try Life on Principles, the five freedoms, how to build lifestyle, travel hacking, all of it. And I want to do it for you. So please do a review for me. And until next time, my name is Maurice Philogene, and this is the Try Life on Podcast. Peace.